Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. Entrepreneur Architect Podcast, Episode 60. Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Architect Podcast. My name is Mark Arlapage, and this is the podcast dedicated to a successful life as a small firm architect. Whether you have plans to someday start your own firm, you're in the process of launching a startup, or you might be an experienced small firm architect just trying to make a difference, this podcast is for you. My goal is to inspire you to build a better business so that you may pursue your purpose with passion and live the life of your dreams. Last winter, the founder and CEO of Charette Venture Group, Matt Ostinick, contacted me and, and inquired about my interest in being a jury member of his new architecture business plan competition. You know, I receive emails and requests all the time asking me to buy things or participate in surveys or to join a networking group or, or just notification that I'm a, I'm a winner of a, a million-dollar grand prize. So when Matt contacted me, I was skeptical. And when he mentioned that the grand prize for his no-strings-attached business plan competition for architects was $10,000, alarm bells went off in my head. But... As I researched Charette Venture Group and learned what Matt was trying to do, I became interested in learning more. Matt was coming into New York for business and asked me if I could meet with him for coffee. So last March, Matt and I and Matt's associate, Todd Redding, we met for coffee in Pleasantville, where my office was back before we moved into uh, the home office here in Chappaqua. And it was at that meeting 
when I learned of Matt's mission and his plan to help architects build better businesses. His mission is very similar to my mission here at Entrepreneur Architect. We just want to give back and help the profession grow. So after that meeting, I was all in. I was invited to join Matt as a member of the competition jury, and I also became sort of a, an informal advisor to help them connect with small firms, and specifically with you, the Entrepreneur Architect community. The 2014 Architecture Business Plan Competition was a huge success, much bigger than we ever imagined it would be. And I talked all about the results back in episode 36, and I wrote a couple of uh, posts about it as well. So I'll provide links to all of that in entrearchitect.com slash episode 60. I'll put that all in the show notes. This year, I've been asked to join the competition jury once again. And today on the Entrepreneur Architect podcast, I'm speaking with Todd Redding, who since that first coffee meeting with Matt and me has become the chief operating officer at Charette, Charette Venture Group. And we talked about not only the business plan competition, but we also talked about Charette Venture Group and its purpose and how the competition is helping the architecture profession grow. And I'm really excited about today's talk, and I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into it. This episode of the Entrepreneur Architect podcast is brought to you by Entrepreneur Architect Academy a community of like-minded architects seeking to take their small firms to greater success. And membership at Entrepreneur Architect Academy includes a live weekly video conference where the members and I meet each week to discuss a specific topic of business, leadership, or life, and we work together to help each other build better businesses and be better architects. And it also includes a private membership community where during the week members post and communicate and share information uh, in a very protected forum. Members receive free access to all the products offered by Entrepreneur Architect now and into the future for as long as they're members of the Academy. And in 2015, we are planning on 10 new video courses, so don't miss out on that. And there's going to be much, much more as Entrepreneur Architect Academy grows. So if you're interested, learn more at entrearchitect.com slash academy. Todd Redding, welcome to the Entrepreneur Architect Podcast. Hi, Mark. Great to be here. Thanks for being here. Uh, you are the Chief Operating Officer at Charette Venture Group and uh, a couple of other titles over there as well, I think. Um, that's the organization that runs the Architecture Business Plan Competition, which I was involved with uh, pretty extensively last year. I was uh, sort of an advisor, bouncing ideas back and forth with you guys, and a jury member, uh, which was sort of a ongoing... Uh, jury in different phases and different stages and, and ended up in Chicago, which was a lot of fun. Um, but before we get into discussing Charette Venture Group or the competition, I'd like to hear a little bit of a background about you. You're not an architect, uh, but you, you sort of have found your way to this position where your mission is to help architects be more successful. So tell us a little bit about your background, your story, sort of your your journey to find where you are today. Okay. All right. Well, uh, the first 15 years of my career, honestly, was in higher education administration. I kind of worked my way up uh, working at a variety of different colleges and universities, which uh, got me to Iowa, which is where I am today. And uh, during that experience, while I was working at Grinnell College, I uh, uh, decided to get my MBA and actually commuted from Grinnell to Evanston, Illinois, every other weekend 
couple of years. And that really um, fueled my entrepreneurial drive that had quite honestly been there all my life. And I chose to leave higher ed and uh, went on to uh, run a family-owned manufacturing company for about six years and then went on to work at a digital marketing agency for a couple of years. And it's, it was during that experience that I met uh, Matt Ostinick, who's the founder of the Charette Venture Group. Uh, Matt and I became friends and uh, both agreed we'd love to work together someday. And through a variety of different experiences, uh, it led us to form the Charette Venture Group, which uh, really kind of formed last year with the first round of the of the competition, but is now taking on new shapes as we as we grow and start to really define our direction. Interesting. Interesting. So, tell us a little bit about Charette Venture Group. What's your mission there, and and why did Matt and you want to create this entity? Well, Matt's story. Uh, is perhaps even more interesting. I mean, Matt did what many entrepreneurs dream of doing after uh, practicing as an architect, getting his degree in architecture. Um, he saw a need in the marketplace for a, a better way of exchanging submittals. Um, you know, the, he just saw the chaos in that process. And he uh, formed a software that, um, that would attack that. And he built it from a dream. He built it to a company that now has more than 100 employees. He sold that company, uh, but never lost his passion for architecture. And uh, today is still a licensed architect, very active in the AIA, um, and it's just it's part of his part of his life. So he's dreamed of doing something in this space for a while. Um, so he's kind of combined his his business knowledge, his entrepreneurial experience, and his passion for architecture, along with my background. Uh, to create what we hope will be a very uh, vibrant investment company that will invest in small to mid-sized architecture firms and help them grow by applying some of the things that we've learned in, in business over the years and helping architects run better businesses. So how, how would that work? How would the investment side of the venture group do? You know, how does that work? Yeah, that's a great question, and I don't really have a, a, an exact answer for it yet. We're kind of in the learning phase right now. I'm uh, interviewing architects every day, the ones that are kind enough to, to give me their time and share their knowledge and their experience with me. Our goal is to conduct a hundred of those interviews over the next several months. And from that, really develop this base of knowledge, um, this understanding of some of the best practices, some of the most significant challenges, how firms have overcome them, uh, really focusing on the small to mid-sized space from you know, firms that have three or four uh, architects in them to firms that have maybe between 10 and 15. And then uh, and then that knowledge base will help us answer that question. I, I suspect by the middle to the end of the year, we'll start talking with firms that look like to us to be good partners for an investment that might involve capital. It might involve some of our uh, experiences and talent. Um, it might involve some technology that we bring to the table. Um, so we don't really know what the investment structure will look like, but the idea is to partner with you know some some pretty specific small firms that have the potential and the desire and the passion to really grow and help them achieve that growth and then profit from that from that growth. Um, and to be clear, we're not we're not talking about a consulting firm. I mean, we want to truly partner with them and and benefit when they benefit. Architectural Shark Tank. 
<laughs> you know, actually, in one of the interviews, it was just referred to that yesterday. Uh, a gentleman brought that up. And I said, yeah, we want to bring all of the resources and talent that the Sharks bring to the table, but not make you look like a fool on national television. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. One of my favorite shows. Actually, probably the favorite show. Yeah, I love it, too. I love yeah. it as well. My kids, too. Yeah, mine, too. Um, learning a lot about business and entrepreneurism. Yeah. Um, so that's really interesting. I've, I've never heard of anything like that happening before where there's a, a venture group. I've heard of venture groups, you know, obviously in social media and, and uh, tech businesses and all kinds of uh, businesses where, where venture capital groups will come in and, and invest in small companies in order to uh, grow them into large companies and, and have an investment and, and uh, make some money and build some great businesses and meet some good people. I've never heard that happening in architecture before. Do you know if you you are the first architectural venture group? Well, I, you know, I can, I've asked that question of every person that I've interviewed so far. Um, and the answer has been, they've never heard of this in this architecture space as well. There certainly are very capable and proven consulting companies, um, you know, that are very experienced at helping firms grow, but nothing that's actually taken a, you know, an active role in the, in the finances and in the, in the growth of the business. So yeah, we kind of, kind of like to think we're one of a kind. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, the, and what's your target? Do you have a target on how many companies you're planning on investing in? Well, we hope this whole model is scalable. So, you know, if we can, if we can develop a model that re we've really tested and fine tuned over the next year or two years, we'd like to then bring on more people like myself that, um, have a, a solid business background and have an interest in this space, you know, and then just start to multiply. So, um, it, th this is a long-term plan. You know, this is not a, not a build it and sell it kind of, of plan. This is something Matt and I are committed to, you know, for the next five, 10, 20 years, it, it could be, could be longer. Right. It's, it's a, uh, it's a great idea. Um, okay. is, I, I don't, I'm sure we'll, we'll get to how people can connect with you at the end, but I don't want to forget. So if there are people, uh, who think that they are a, a good fit for what you're looking for, for these interviews, uh, how could they get in touch with you in order to set up a, a meeting with you? Well, there's a, a couple of different ways. The first, the first way they could learn more is to go to our website, which, you know, it's, it's, it's not a phenomenal website. Uh, it's a decent website, um, uh, but it, it's informative. It'll give you a little bit more of an explanation of what we're doing. And the URL is charette, C-H-A-R-R-E-T-T-E, V as in Victor, G as in George, dot com, charettevg.com. Okay. And then on there is my contact information, but you can always email me at Todd, T-O-D-D, at charettevg.com. And then, of course, they can always call me, too. And my phone number is on the website. Just give me a call and we'll have a conversation. And most importantly, if anybody out there listening to the podcast would be willing to talk with me and share their experiences and help me, you know, in this exercise of building this knowledge base, those are definitely conversations I'm very interested in having, even if you're not or you don't think you're interested in an investment relationship. Yeah, there's no commitment, right? I mean, just you're just information gathering. You just want to have a chat. Yep. We're just, we're just learning. We're doing everything we can and it's, uh, everything we can to learn every day. We've, uh, you know, we're developing a library of many of the common biz ar architectural business books out there and talking with those authors and, um, studying a lot of that information so that we really try to know everything we can about what it takes to build a really good architectural practice. 
Okay, so charettevg.com. Charette is two R's and two T's. Right. Okay, good. Um, and so I guess one, I guess the, the architectural business plan competition is really a tool in order for you to uh, help find some of these people that you may want to invest in, as well as a promotion to sort of uh, make people aware of Charette Venture Group. Is that right? Is that what, what yeah, the competition is all about? Absolutely. And, and, and to really heighten the discussion of best business practices and entrepreneurialism in the, in the world of architecture. I mean, that's, that's really what the competition is about is to, is to really highlight those topics and continue to expand our network with entrepreneurial uh, individuals and, and expand our knowledge base of the people that are out there doing really interesting things. Um, and it's a, and it's an opportunity to have a little fun too. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was really, it was a lot of fun for me to be involved in it. Um, we appreciate all of your time. and Yeah, it, it's my pleasure. We have uh, very parallel missions. And so right. uh, I think we have a great uh, synergy between the two organizations. But um, it was a lot of fun kind of looking through all of the business plans and to see what ideas are out there. The, you know, because a lot of those competition, a lot of the business plans were traditional firms. And then there were a lot of kind of out of the box ideas, new ways of doing things, benefit corporations and, and architecture as products. And those are the things that really get me excited is that is when architects look beyond the traditional architecture firm and think, you know, new ways to take the knowledge they have and the, the, the information that they, they have and create new ways of uh, promoting architecture and, and, uh, and providing services that, that they do. It's really interesting. Yeah. Well, and we heard from a number of, um, contestants, I suppose you could call them, uh, you know, architects that have submitted their plans that the competition was a vehicle that really fueled their, um, you know, their desire to, to create that plan and define that vision. It was the impetus for them to kind of finally sit down and, and really lay out what it is they wanted to do. So, and, you know, and achieve that goal too. It was a good, it was a good tool for them. Yeah. I got a lot of feedback like that as well from people who who weren't even finalists who were so happy that they they were participants because it sort of gave them the incentive and motivation to finally write that business plan that they know they should have written years ago um or they have this new idea and it gives them an opportunity to kind of explore that new idea yeah yeah absolutely how many submissions did you receive last year uh, so we had, you know, that the competition requires you to register in the beginning, which is a step that basically only requires you to give us your contact information. And then a uh, period of time after that is the deadline to actually submit your executive summary. And so last year we had over 150 people actually register. Um, and more than a third of that went on to the next step and actually sent in their, their materials. So yeah. it, was, it was over 50. I can't remember the exact number, but. Uh, over 50 that, that that you had to you had to look at and go through yeah. right yeah exactly and and uh, I remember speaking with Matt about it and he was shocked at, at the response yeah. that he never expected to have uh, that many submissions and so that was really great to see yeah and we hope to we hope to surpass that number this year yeah I'm sure I'm sure you will um, and it didn't really end with the with the competition right after the competition was over and you announced the winners um, uh, you ha sort of invited some of those members 
who submitted as well as other architects as well, right, to, to join an accelerator group. Could you talk about a, a little bit about what that is and, and how that worked? Sure. It started, um, it started uh, early last fall with uh, weekly uh, one-hour uh, sessions on GoToMeeting, and we have 21 firms participating. And so they're all invited to show up for the, for the one-hour session on a variety of different topics from uh, the, to the topic that you led the discussion on regarding pricing to uh, we had uh, Chris Denby from Architecture talk about uh, took three sessions on marketing. Uh, Matt is now leading some sessions on some best business practices and, and uh, business development practices. So uh, it took a break over the kind of the holiday season. It's restarted now and it'll continue now through the through the spring. And the whole idea is to you know give these participating firms an opportunity uh, to hear some of those important topics and talk about them. There's a LinkedIn group they're invited to um, so that they can share best, you know, best practices and really try to learn from one another as well as the people that we bring into the conversation. It, it, was, it was, oh, I got some feedback there. Sorry. Um, it was, uh, I love that too. I mean, is that something that will continue after the, this next competition as well? Yeah, it will. Um, we'll start the next one probably next fall, and uh, we're going to take a, a lot of the lessons that we learned through this first round. I mean, the first round, this has been a learning experience for us as well. So we want to really listen to the firms that have participated this year and find out you know, ways that we can improve it and try to, try to build a stronger program for next year. But yes, we, we plan to continue to do this. I don't know, you know what it will look like uh, going forward. Um, I don't know if we will get to a point where we need to begin charging a fee or where it's uh, it's a, a group that's narrowed to just you know firms that we actually have investment roles in. But uh, at this point, we don't know the answer to those questions, but we'll be doing it again for sure. And yeah. if anyone's interested, they can certainly contact us and, and stay in touch as we formulate that plan. And that'll be sort of a, an application and submission and acceptance thing. It's not It's not open to anybody who wants to do it, right? Right, right. It, it needs to be a small enough group that, you know, everybody gets good quality input and uh, has an opportunity to ask questions and that we can interact with. Yeah. Um, so the Architecture Business Plan Competition 2015 is yeah. alive and, and kicking, right? So that's that you're accepting submissions now for, or not submissions, but registrations currently? Yep, yep. I'm, I'm making phone calls every day to AIA offices and uh, and we've sent out emails to the folks that registered last year. We're doing everything we can to get the word out. Um, the deadline for registering for the competition is uh, February 3rd, so it's only you know three weeks away. Right. And then after that, you have about a month to put together your executive summary and get all of your, your submission ready for the, for the competition. Right, but, and the month is, is an, just an executive summary, right? It's not, it's not a full-blown business plan. A month is plenty of time to, to get that done. Um, then what happens after after they register and they submit? So tell, talk about that, that process a little bit. about. So uh, and I can't remember the exact date. I think it is the beginning of March uh, for the deadline for the summaries and a brief video where you uh, discuss your idea. And then all of those materials will go to our jurors. We have four jurors, yourself included. And uh, the jurors from, will then select the finalists from that pool. And I think last year we had six finalists, if I'm, if I'm right. Uh, yes. 
and uh, I think we're looking at the same number uh, this year. And um, and then uh, we will bring those six to the National AIA Convention in Atlanta, uh, where they'll present their plan in person to the jurors. And then, as you did last year, the jury will talk through all of those presentations and select the winner of the $10,000 grand prize, which we will announce at a reception that evening and award the check. Yeah, so that's a serious grand prize there, $10,000. And I mean, just, just the... Uh to be a finalist and to, and to be invited to come to Atlanta, uh, and to be part of that, you know, the, the, uh, the presentation of the, of the finalists were, and to be involved in the AIA comp- or, uh, convention. Uh, but then to have a grand prize of $10,000 when, if, if, and when you win, uh, right. that's a pretty big deal. It could help you make that plan real, right? Um, yeah, a lot exactly. Of, a lot of the plans that we uh, receive are people who are wanting to start a new practice, and uh, $10,000 is a good a good starting point. Do you know uh, what the status of the winner from last year is, how they're doing? Yeah, they're in the uh, in the accelerator program. I can't speak to specifically yeah. you know, how they're doing it. Actually, I am now starting to contact the participants in the accelerator program personally and introduce myself because I, I haven't met, uh, haven't met them. I've sat in on many of the calls, but haven't spoken with them personally. Uh, so I hope to have a good idea of how they're doing down in Austin, Texas, uh, sometime in the next couple of weeks when I connect with them. Yeah. He, their model was basically designing prefab, uh, small houses, and uh, and selling them sort of as products, and so it was, right. I I really like that plan a lot. Well, Ian, and what I liked about it was they they did a very good job of describing their marketplace. Yeah. You know what's happening in Austin and how quickly things are changing, and uh, you know they they put some real numbers to the to the market segment, and that's so critical when you're you know, starting a business or you know or running an existing business. Understanding your market is so critical, and we see that we we see that all the time. Yeah. So that too, if you want to um, enter the 2015 competition, it's Charette Venture Group website, which is charettevg.com. And there's a button there to to uh, register. And there's no commitment to register. You can just register and it's basically an intent of interest. That's uh, right. There's there's no commitment. Your information is completely confidential. Um, I know everybody suspects that there's some ulterior motive, you know, in these kinds of things. And I give you my word, there, there's not. We're just wanting to run a really good competition and promote the topic of of good business practices in the world of architecture. Yeah, and meet some interesting people and learn some some great things about the business of architecture. Right, uh, and that's the motive, right? The motive is to meet people and to learn about the business of architecture and to see see what's going on out there, uh, right. in order to eventually someday find some firms to invest in. I mean, that's really the ultimate strategy. Sure. But but the intent is to promote the good business. Uh, in architecture. That's right. Um, which I love, which is why I like to be involved. Well, part of my learning, uh, you know, part of this whole learning phase was to go back and Matt had said, I need to listen to uh, all of Mark LePage's podcasts. So <laughs> I've <been going> through. <laughs> I didn't realize how many there were when he asked me to do that. Um, yeah. So, uh, I've, you, I've you are to... number 60. So you have some, <laughs> you have some, some listening to do. Yeah, I'm I'm more than halfway through them. So, uh, and I find them fascinating. You do a great job. Thank you. Thank you. I I have a lot of time a lot of fun doing it.
Yeah. Uh, so is there anything else you want to, to talk about or to, to, uh, to share with us? I would just, you know, uh, ask your listeners to help us, you know, promote the competition and get the word out to anybody that, that might be interested in, in participating. Uh, if you're interested in helping us, uh, you know, through this learning phase, or if you're interested in following what we're doing, please get a hold of us. And um, that's really it. We're looking to connect with as many architects as we can and continue to build our build our company. Do you have any uh, social media uh, platforms? Are you out there on social media or just strictly email? That's a great question. Uh, Matt and I are both big believers in uh, don't don't set up social media channels unless you have a plan and you're really going to use them. So uh, I haven't felt really confident in that yet. So we have not created our Twitter account or Facebook page yet. But that certainly will be coming probably in the next you know two to four weeks um, because as I go through this interview process, you know I want to take a lot of the things that I'm learning and try to distill those into some blog posts or some or some social media posts. Um, so the answer is not, not yet, but when we do, we promise you we'll use it. Yeah. Well, I could tell you that, uh, there's a pretty strong community of architects on Twitter. Okay. Um, and so I would go there first if I were you, um, okay. and you might want to reach out to, I, I already introduced you to Rosa Shang. Yes. Uh, but, you. but I don't know if you've spoken with her yet, but if, if you, when you do, uh, talk to her about how she promoted her, her, um, equity by design symposium on Twitter and how that, okay. how that blew things up for her in a good way. Uh, okay. and, uh, and so, yeah, so, uh, I would say get on Twitter and, and start promoting. I'll do that for you as well for my, my end of the world. Okay. Uh, but I think it, uh, it's well worth your time. Yeah. Thank you. I'll do that. Yeah. So charette, uh, vg.com, two R's, two T's. Um, and you can find Matt's email address on the website. Todd's email. Oh, I'm sorry, Todd. Sorry, got it in my head. Matt Ostinick. Uh, so Todd, did I? Yeah. I didn't, that was the first time I called you. Matt, yeah. It was, right? Okay. A, good. Good. You can email Matt too if you'd yeah. like. He, he's as, as excited about this as I am. All right. So Todd Redding, Venture Group, Charette Venture Group, uh, CharetteVG.com. So anybody who wants to enter the competition or are maybe interested in the accelerator or just want to have uh, a chat with Todd uh, about architecture. Uh, go there and, and send them an email. So thank you very much, Todd, for your time. Hey, thank you, Mark. I, I really appreciate, appreciate you coming here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. So I want to give you a few more details about the business plan competition. It is open to registered architects in the U.S. or Canada who are considering starting a new design firm or who have started a new design firm within the last 10 years. So you have to be registered as an architect in the US, in the US or Canada, and uh, at least uh, 10 years or less. And there's no fee to enter. This is a free competition. Check out these prizes. The best overall prize winner will receive $10,000 and two licenses for one year of BQE's ArchiOffice online software. So ArchiOffice is a sponsor of the competition and they are going to provide two uh, licenses for one year for ArchiOffice online um, and you get $10,000 for best overall uh, business plan. Then, still, it gets even, even better. Well, the best written business plan uh, is going to receive a $2,500 prize. That's a new prize that we didn't have that last year. Um, 
and the most innovative prize will be another $2,500. So in addition to the $10,000 overall, you're gonna get, there's a potential that you could get a best written business plan, $2,500, and the most innovative business plan uh, is $2,500. So um, additional details about prizes and judging criteria and the eligibility requirements, um, check out the full competition rules at charettevg.com. Quickly, the timeline, um, the registration is currently open. It opened up in December. Um, registration deadline is coming up quick. February 3rd, 2015, you have to be registered. It's just a registration. You don't have to submit anything. You just have to, it's basically an intent of interest uh, that you're going to submit a business plan. So February 3, 2015. Then March 3rd, uh, deadline for registered participants to submit a three-page outline and a video uh, describing your business plan, sort of like a uh, um, uh, a um, Kickstarter video, that kind of thing. That's the idea there. We didn't did not do videos last year, and we thought that would be a great idea this year. Um, so I love that idea. March third, that's the deadline for the registered participants who have registered before February third to submit their three-page outline and the video. Um, then the finalists are notified on March between March eighteenth and the twentieth and a public announcement of the finalists will be uh, announced on March 23rd, 2015. And then the deadline for finalists to submit their full business plans. So once you are a finalist, then you do a full business plan. That is a deadline of April 23rd, 2015. Uh, the finalists present to the jury at Atlanta at the AIA competition. So if you are a finalist, you get a free ride to Atlanta uh, and you get uh, put up in a really nice hotel and you get to present to us the jury live and in person May 13th and the winners are announced at a special reception uh, during the AIA convention in Atlanta on May 14th. So for more details, go to charettevg.com. Uh, if you are considering doing this, do it because whether you win or not, this is a great opportunity to write a business plan uh, get a little bit of education on how to do that and uh, and and end up with a business plan that will take you to success. So whether you win or not, it is worth doing. Uh, so go to Charette, two R's, two T's, VG.com and enter right now. Go do it. February 3rd is the deadline. Don't wait. If you liked this episode, please go to iTunes and leave me a review because this is how you can help me spread the word about Entrepreneur Architect and our mission to become an influential force in this profession. Go to entrearchitect.com slash iTunes or in iTunes, just search for Entrepreneur Architect. You will definitely find me there at Entrepreneur Architect. And just a reminder about Entrepreneur Architect Academy, go to entrearchitect.com slash academy this may be the best thing you can do for your success in architecture to join this academy. We are having a great time in there and we are learning a whole bunch. Uh, the members who joined earlier in the year, the, the initial two groups of members have uh, the majority of them, I'd say 90% of them have renewed. And so uh, it's a great place to be. You want to be there too. entrearchitect.com slash academy. And a new thing I'm doing here at the podcast, quote of the week, just to wrap it up. Today's quote is from Dr. Stephen Covey, one of my favorite authors. Uh, I miss him. I wish he was still around so he could write more books. His quote 
A mission statement is not something you write overnight, but fundamentally your mission statement becomes your constitution. The solid expression of your vision and values, it becomes the criterion by which you measure everything else in your life. Dr. Stephen R. Covey. So that, with that, this show is wrapped. Go to the show notes for a direct link to download this episode uh, or to check out the show notes at entrearchitect.com slash episode 60. My name is Mark R. LePage and I am an entrepreneur architect. Thank you very much for listening and I really appreciate you being here. Have a great week. I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything? I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, Well, buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that (laughs) then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it, guys. Oh my the one that God. came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity, where inspiration meets innovation. Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast, it's a community where dreams meet action. 
there is a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was, it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is going to be a priority. When the job is done, we're going to actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. <laughs> and so for me, the, the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community, where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.